Hello everyone, I'm Mark, the chief writer here at Maltopia, and I just wanted to remind you the sleep-wake cycle is but one of a series of interconnected horror podcasts within the wide and weird world of Maltopia. For Easter eggs, crossover events, and additional lore, please check out our other series, The Shepherd of Wolves, Red Mother, Grimland, and The Damnation Machine. And be sure to check out our free content on our Patreon page for additional lore and stories. For even more Maltopia content, consider becoming a patron. Starting for as little as $2 a month, benefits range from additional art, update videos, early episode access, our mini-podcast series, October's Children, both written and full audio pieces, such as The Lost Library, Tales of Maltopia, and The Weird Book. You can also gain access to our found footage show, The Weird Tape Series, and even our Patreon-exclusive, fully-produced audio series, Devil's Clay. So, with all that said, I will leave you to the darkness. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Rusty Quill presents...
Once we got outside, I popped my field just as Romy grabbed a wispy section of the caterwauling dim, where it circled the silentage, howling like a pack of hungry wolves, just waiting for the opportunity to rush inside and slaughter the lot of us. From the get-go, I could see that Romy was having a hard time wrangling the stuff, her mind, more than her power, doing the uh, bulk of the heavy lifting. While my ability was never a pleasure to turn on, it wasn't anything next to what my sister was pulling off, merging with madness, and trying to keep her mind one step ahead of it all, long enough to control its actions. Uh, this sure as hell wasn't going to be a cakewalk. I don't see why the hell we couldn't have just taken at least one of the smaller snow crawlers. This walking shit's for the birds. Birds flying, Shane. Whatever. You know what I mean. If we'd have taken out any of the vehicles, the consortium's goons would know. It's not like they haven't been all over the silentage, keeping track of every little thing that goes down. I'm sure they know the precise number of vehicles we have in the garage bay. If we'd have taken one, they'd have known about it. Not to mention, their scanners would have an easier time catching a big vehicle crossing the snow than just the three of us. That, and the more space we take up, the more of the dim Romy has to wrap around us. Just this little bit I've yanked around us isn't exactly easy to manage, you know. Speaking of which, I'm going to let it fizzle out once we get on the other side of those hills over there. Sounds good. Should be far enough. Romy was a trooper. She wasn't going to back down for an instant. Not from me, not from the consortium, not from whoever was really pulling our strings, and not from the dim. And she was having a much harder time with that last one than she was letting on. I hated that she had to interact with the stuff again knowing how bad it screwed her up the last time. But it was the only way for us to get out of Dodge and leave no one the wiser for the fact. I really hope whatever pills is being used for is worth all the goddamn trouble we've been getting up to on his behalf. Starting to think I should have just done him once and for all instead of just winging him like I done. Would have saved us a whole mess of trouble. And it would have left us without a viable strategy for combating the dim. Like him or not, pills is necessary to get a handle on all of this. If you say so. Well, the good news is that, according to the map anyway, there's a couple of shacks between us and the Kepler outpost. Stuff left behind by the, um, post-Noctum expeditions, I'm guessing. Should be good enough to let us take a break, bust out the coffee and sakes. I just want to know who the hell had time, or the hankering, to come all the way out here and look around. After the darkness, I mean. Christ, the world was still picking his job from the ground at that point. While I may have been getting to like the dirty shit kicker, I wasn't the trusting type. And especially not at that moment. I wasn't going to risk telling him that the silentage was open for business long before the darkness ever hit. Probably some rich explorer who uh, wanted a vacation from all the crazy shit that was going on. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I guess I could see that. First thing you said in a long time that made any kind of sense. 
My biggest concern was that we'd seriously underestimated the Hanuma, that they were even more powerful than Romy made out. If they sensed us, caught out in the open like we were, there was no telling what they might do. And then there was what the others might be capable of, the three humans, if that's what they really were, and of course, Spider himself. We were up against a shit ton of unknowns, which was exactly why I wanted us to vamoose. But I understood where Romy was coming from, even if I didn't exactly agree with her. But above everything else on my mind was my embarrassment at losing my shit in front of her. The photo just, I don't know, put me over. The material truth behind what had happened to us. All the shit the Grey Bolger revealed. I hated what they'd done to us, and I lived for the day I'd get even with whomever or whatever was responsible. But I'd gotten so good at deferring my rage to my own ignorance, that I'd never be sure of all the details, that I'd forgotten just how much of me was waiting for the other shoe to drop. And now that it had, I wanted blood. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to push the dim back away from us now. Don't strain yourself. I'll just expand my field out to it. That'll knock it out. Uh, yeah, good idea. When my power made contact with the dim, I could feel the shit trying to push back. But there just wasn't enough of the stuff to pull it off. That's not to say I couldn't appreciate what the dim could do. I could feel its madness trying to turn back my waves of pale, hungry Newtonianism. With one final push, the dim dissolved, its concluding shrieks melting into the howl of the cold wind. Oh, just give me a few seconds. That shit is toxic as all hell. Take as long as you need. These heated snowsuits the Doc came up with, well, they almost make up for the fact that we gotta walk. I just hope our security guys won't miss him, as I'm pretty sure that's where he swiped him from. Our personal stuff might be the only shit the Hanuma don't have any idea about. At least not yet, you mean. Next thing you know, those shit birds will be rummaging through our underwear and sock drawers. Alright, I'm good. We can get going. And I don't want to sit here thinking about Shane's underwear drawer. Yeah, <laughs> gets y'all restless like, does it? Shane, I'd bet my Balik way before I'd throw a nickel at those black guns of yours. <laughs> so I'd tread lightly, eh, cowboy? <laughs> Just trying to lighten the mood is all. It was nice to hear Romy engaging in a little ribbing with Shane. It made me think she wasn't entirely pissed at me after I'd spilled the beans about my trip to the White Woods. Still, it was just one more dent in her trust in me. There was no telling how long it would hold up. We just about made it to the shack on the map, which was about halfway to the Kepler station, and everyone had fallen silent hours ago. None of us had really been given the opportunity at any serious contemplation of recent events, so I assumed we were all just making up for lost time. The shack came into view against the prevailing white oblivion that was the current Arctic landscape. 
With so little distinction between the earth and sky, the thing appeared to float within the bleached out space. Well, there she blows. Not a moment too soon, either. Cause I could use me a little something to fuel me up for the next leg of this. You guys feel that? Felt like a good-sized tremor. Might have been an avalanche further out. Or maybe some of the ice cracking. We're too far from the Brooks Mountains, and the uh, ice fields are way behind us. I'm guessing just a run-of-the-mill tremor. More likely a frost quake. It's when vast swaths of frozen soil crack open all at once. The Antarctic is full of them. Well, you learn something new every day now, don't you? I'm always happy to drop a little wisdom on you, Shane. <laughs> After that bit about birds, somebody sure as hell should. Hey now, ain't there some birds or another that don't fly none? I could swear there was. Yeah, but flightless birds are outliers. You should have been more specific, like, all this walkin's for the penguins. <laughs> the way he struts around with those spurs on, I was thinking more peacock. Oh, I wouldn't be jumping on the bandwagon all too fast there, brother of mine. Peacocks can fly, if only short distances. Yeah, looks like I ain't the only one miss some of them their nature classes. Well, after we get inside here, let's bet to see which one of us can spell penguin. How's that? What the hell? Weapons up, people. There's blood inside. Relax. I ain't seeing nothing in there. All the same, keep me covered while I check it out. Uh, I may not know one critter from another, but I can tell whether a place is empty or not. But go ahead if you need to. All clear. Come on in. Jesus, what the hell happened in here? The inside of the shack was covered in fresh blood. Most of it contained within the shallow hole dug down into the dirt, past the wooden planks of the floor, just a few feet from the entrance. And the smell was stomach-turning, like a wet dog that had just rolled in rotting flesh. Could have been some kind of bear. Killed something dragged it in here, I guess. Polar bear, maybe. There are no polar bears in Antarctica, or any other kind of bear for that matter. Christ, I, I thought you was a dream catcher, not some kind of animal expert. Whatever it was, it was as big as a bear, if not a whole lot bigger. And it used the door handle to get in and out. There's a few tracks over here. Big sucker, whatever it was. And you're right about it not being a bear. Ain't no regular animal made these tracks, that's for sure. Shit, there must be more than a dozen claws on this here one foot. Look at here. Huh, the print looks like it could have been made by a friggin' alien. There's no discernible earthly logic to its construction whatsoever. Huh, regardless, I got a pretty good idea what it was. Yep, one of them there carnivores, like the one I capped. Carnivian. God damn it, will you stop correcting me already? Blood's pretty fresh. Whatever did this could be close by. It slept here, in the hole. I can see some of the dreams it left behind, although there's not much left of it. 
and what there is is hard to make out. <sighs> There's a pipe in the ceiling for ventilation over there, so I assume we can build a fire. Yeah, that's easy enough. But why do you want to do that? These suits is plenty warm. Because I'm going to have to get out of my suit to get a better look at those dreams. Uh, you aren't gonna do what I think you're gonna do, are you? Well, it isn't like I have much of a choice. We have to know as much as possible about what the hell this thing was doing here. Not even a full day's walk from the silentage. What are you two on about? Why you gotta get out of your suit to look at dreams for? Because I've gotta sleep on the same thing my subjects slept on to make a strong connection. You're gonna crawl down into that there bloody hole in the ground? I've slept in worse places. I'm a new Victoria gal, remember? The big fire had the shack feeling sufficiently warm, and I was just finishing my cigarette before getting down to business. I don't think I'd have even considered descending into that bloody hole if I wasn't already half delirious from handling the dim. My head felt like it was floating above my shoulders, its connection to the ladder being just a matter of proximity. I hadn't spared a thought for a change of clothes after I'd laid down in the gore. But lucky for me, I'd brought along an extra set. Dreamcatcher and Seer. <laughs> That's me. My brother looked on, concern etched on his face, while Shane just contorted his features in disgust as I eased into the blood-streaked ditch. My movements within the damp gore caused tiny smacking sounds as I got comfortable. I could already sense the warmth of the dream as I closed my eyes, the breath of a beast fogging upon my cheek, its damp jaws waiting to accept my head. Transitioning into sleep was unusually rough, making me feel as though I was entering the throat and descending into the stomach of a massive beast. Pushing beyond the dream's thin membrane, a monstrous hunger leapt at me, pouring itself into my guts like a ravenous wolf. Pain was instant. I could sense the force tearing at my insides, each tooth puncturing my organs, its rough tongue lapping up my blood. It was the sound of devouring. The presence was scorching and bottomless, and if I hadn't been who and what I am, it would have stayed there, consuming me from within. Instinctively, I transformed into a shifting mist of awareness, and the hunger passed through me. For a moment, I thought I'd outsmarted the thing, but it quickly returned. This time, it was a terrible pressure that enveloped me like jaws, ignoring my intangibility and dragging me deeper into the dream. The force was akin to crushing gravity, but far more deliberate. Before I could muster any resistance, I found myself shooting through a darkness speckled with tiny red stars. Were they eyes? Pain revisited my guts as the force pushed itself back into me. I could only yield to its strength, caught in the pull of its bottomless appetite. The darkness parted to reveal a colossal table of yellowed bone, stretching into infinity its clawed and gouged surface brimming with the steaming meats of the butchered universe, the flesh of dead suns sizzling within cauldrons of the blackest iron, torn nebulae spread out like roasted waterfowl, the stripped-clean bones of entire solar systems scattered across dull bronze plates, and flesh, 
oceans of red, raw, moaning flesh, heaped and dripping into the yawning abyss on the other side of the table. Within moments, towering shapes that were nothing less than inexhaustible appetites, closed in skin and teeth, and rivers of thick saliva flooded out from the surrounding darkness. They overwhelmed the table and its wet, raw offerings with their shifting, restless bulk. Flesh, blood, stripped bones, and spittle splashed the darkness like storm-whipped floodwaters as colossal claws secured trembling meats and thick, wet lips curled above rows of busy teeth. My guts were churning from a hunger that burned hotter than fire, yearning to be quelled by endless feeding. I could see a space open at the table, just wide enough for me. The pull of the blazing hunger drew me closer to where spit and spittle rained down. A voice composed of gnashing teeth and glutting maws boomed from the other side of the endless table. Come, take your place with us. Feed. Unconsciously, I reshaped my form to resemble the inscrutable feasters. Fangs, claws, tentacles, and mandibles composed my body. Except for a minute shred of willpower I'd managed to retain, my mind was just the desire to eat forever. With desperate strength, I pulled myself away from the sight of the endless table, propelling my dream self upwards towards waking. Like a deep-sea diver who'd miscalculated the depths they plunged to, I could feel my mental oxygen depleting, my awareness dimming as I ascended. The open air seemed an impossible distance away. Like an idiot, I looked down into the darkness and red stars that I'd left behind. The feasters were surging upwards, monstrous mountains of ravenous flesh. I could hear them speak, growling in unison. If you will not devour, then you will be devoured. With every last bit of my being, I forced myself awake, bursting out from sleep, drawing my first breath as though it were my last. <sighs> Romy, what's wrong? Are you okay? Before I could respond to Isaiah or even sit up, I could hear a soft yet unyielding rumbling resonating through the frozen ground around me. Something colossal was approaching. My mind was near the breaking point, and I almost believed the feasting titans from the dream had pursued me out of the nightmare, their heavy footfalls growing closer every moment. We... we need to get out of here. They're coming. What are you talking about? Who's coming? The Carnivian! The Sleep-Wake Cycle is a Maltopia production. Today's episode was written by Mark Anzalone and performed by Kelly Bear and Mark Anzalone. The episode was edited by Walker Kornfeld, and sound production and editing was performed by Stephen Anzalone. Be sure to check us out at www.maltopia.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Maltopia. That's M-A-E-L-T-O-P-I-A. If you want unique art and animations of Maltopia's stories, visit our YouTube page or click on the link in the show notes. If you're a fan and want to help the show grow, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. And for more exclusive content such as additional lore, stories, and art, be sure to check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Maltopia. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.